You're listening to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare. You are listening to So Wizards. You're thinking, you're people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 454 of the So Wizard Podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo, and with me, my co-hosts, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Dracula. And the expert, Mr. Marquis, Mark Ellis Reagan. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. You are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, we've got our review of the newest movie from Nicolas Cage. That's right, guys. It's Renfield. Before we get into all of that, how the hell is everyone doing this week? Uh, Markellis Reagans, how are you? How am I? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I am in the throes of trying to get some more design set up on the T Public store so we can have some new shirts for the summer. And uh, I'm in the midst of uh, accomplishing my goal of having 50 designs by August, uh, but a, a lot more coming up. I'm going to say a few coming up this week and then a few more in the weeks of uh, weeks ahead. So, yeah, I'm doing pretty good. I'm in my design mode right now. Awesome, because you had last week off from editing and recording, so you had uh, plenty of free time last week, right? <laughs> I did. The only thing is I suck at drawing, and I spent those two days uh, staring at a white piece of paper going, uh, I need to do something. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I appreciated the time. I didn't get a lot accomplished, but I appreciate the the, the two days off of uh, editing. I was all psyched <laughs> for like Monday Night Football. I'm like, woohoo. <laughs> I got a Monday night off and watch me some football. What do you mean football season's over? Missed, <laughs> it's missed April. There's no football right now. Sports ball. What is sports ball? Well, I'm glad you at least had some free time, Marcellus. Aubrey Litchfield, how the hell are you? I am uh, a little less busy today, but it'll be coming right back up. I um, or I should be saying a little less busy this weekend. A little less busy Sunday. <laughs> um, but who knows? I, I just, I've, I worked for two, three weeks straight. Sunday was my first day off in, uh, again, two, three weeks. Uh, so, so most of the time I don't know what day it is. So I'm just, I'm, I'm vibing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, vibing on, on no sleep. Is there a light at the end of the tunnel for you for uh, all this extra work you're doing or no? Uh, maybe later this year. You know, we'll see. I, actually, I think even later this year, I might be somewhat still busy uh, trolling the Internet and uh, finding complaints and stuff. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. All right. Well. We're glad you were able to make it here with us this week. So we know it's going to be touch and go every single week. So we're glad you made it this week for us. This is the light at the end of my tunnel is, is my podcast. Oh, that is sad. <laughs> that is so sad. Pod before life, right, guys? <laughs> I got to come up with some gang signs. No. Right. <laughs> no. There's no weeks off bullshit. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, me, how am I? How am I this week? I'm Guys, I am exhausted today, I gotta tell you. I am completely wiped out as we record this. My wife and I went away this weekend. Uh, Jen won't admit it, but it was to celebrate uh, our 28th anniversary of our first date, which is in a couple weeks. So, as actually in 11 days as we record this, it'll have been 28 years since our first date. So, I like to get us something to do every April or March-ish and say it's for that, even though Jen thinks celebrating that is lame. <laughs> but that's okay. It's okay. I'm a huge uh, I'm a huge simp for my wife, so no problem. But yeah, we went, uh, we went away. We went to uh, Mohegan Sun, a casino, and we stayed overnight. 
and we went to a concert. We went to see uh, Pat Benatar in concert. Nice. How was she? Bro. <laughs> it, was, it was awesome. It was packed, too. I was surprised. Like, the whole arena was sold out. Like, it was huge. Maybe not, like, officially sold out. Like, there was probably a seat here or there, but it was packed. There was not, like, oh, the entire upper deck is empty or anything like that. It was full from top to bottom. And they had – so we got – down to the area around I want to say like three in the afternoon so we left a little early we made a couple stops we stopped and got lunch we made our to our hotel our hotel was not directly at the casino we stayed like maybe five minutes away down the road um, which is a lot cheaper but it was also a really shady hotel and it was kind of like I can't really describe it it just was like kind of gross okay <laughs> The elevator made these noises when you went up and down the elevator that you thought you were going to die. The <laughs> first time we were on it and it was going up and it was making those noises when it hit our floor. I just pushed Jen out of the door. as <laughs> like one of us has to survive this. So. Live for our kids. That's right. Somebody has to survive. So we got to our hotel and then, you know, we were like, okay, we're only like literally minutes away from the casino. So we don't need to get there like two hours early or anything like that. We had already eaten on the way down. We ate at, um, this place called Debella's subs, which is, it's a chain, but they don't have a ton of restaurants. Mark or Aubrey, have you guys ever eaten there? Mm, never even heard of it. No. It's kind of like if subway didn't suck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And the sandwiches are monstrous. So they don't have foot long sandwiches. The largest that they make is 14 inches long. Okay. <laughs> and they're just huge and like packed with food. And so like we ate each ate half of our sandwich and took the rest for later uh, at the hotel. And like we were just stuffed. So there was no need to go early or go eat or anything like that. So we just left like not right when the show was going to start, but like maybe like an hour before it was going to start. So we'd have time to park and walk to the arena. And we didn't know that there is also a tattoo convention at the casino. Mm -hmm. So the same place where they usually have terrific con at the casino, which is a comic book convention. We usually go to every year. They're having a tattoo convention. So there was tons of people there for that. It was a Saturday at the casino and there was a concert going on. So there was nowhere to park. It took us 45 minutes to find a parking space. And we eventually parked like across the street in some like employee parking lot that I don't even think we were supposed to be in. And I just said, fuck it. And we just parked there. We didn't get in trouble or anything until our car. But man, we, we were kind of close. We usually like to at least, you know, have a little bit of time <laughs> to, to get into the show and sit down. But we got there um, and, and the show was amazing. Dude, the show was absolutely phenomenal. Um, she played all the hits. She played Shadows of the Night, of course, which is my favorite Pat Benatar song. So I was happy. Um, and, you know, for being uh, 70 years old, she sounds exactly the same as she did when you and I were kids, Mark. Nice. <laughs> like, didn't, hasn't missed a beat. It was insanity. Like, there was just times where they're performing and I'm just sitting there and I'm just like, Jesus Christ. Like, this girl is like 70 years old, dude. <laughs> like, that's older than my wife's parents. Like, and she's killing it. So it was a really good time and we had a lot of fun. And then we went back the hotel we slept we got up the next morning we went for breakfast we went down to mystic connecticut which is where they have i don't know if it was actually filmed there but the extremely boring julia roberts movie mystic pizza <laughs> it is, was is set there and they have the outside of the pizza place there looks like it does in the movie i don't know if it was filmed there because i don't want to watch more than like five minutes of that boring ass shit but uh, i thought i heard it was filmed there Okay. So yeah, we went there, we walked around a little bit, we saw the shops, we checked out like the waterfront and some other stuff. So now we hit, we hit a big giant gross flea market on the way home and, and looked at a bunch of dirty, gross stuff and walked around and laughed at people. And then we came home. And <laughs> but it was a lot of walking. It was a lot of fun. And uh, today I had off of work too, because I needed a day to recover and I'm just like wiped out. <laughs> did So did Pat Benatar do the theme from the legend of Billy Jean. That's the, that's the real question. She did not. She did Boom. not. I'm sorry. Sorry, but she did everything else you would want to hear. Mark, we belong <laughs> heartbreaker. Actually, she closed with heartbreaker. And then in the middle of it, instead of them playing a uh, guitar solo, they covered ring of fire by Johnny cash and then went back into heartbreaker to finish. It was, I like awesome. hell is for children. They did play that as well. Come on, oh, dude. dude. I would only want to hear 
Invincible, the theme from Billie Jean, because fair is fair. Damn it. If I didn't hear that, I would just walk out. Sorry, bro. <laughs> fair is fair. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the good news is that those were not expensive tickets. So I actually bought them before I asked Jen if she wanted to go. <laughs> nice. Like, I had them in my cart on Ticketmaster, and I'm like, Jen, do you want to go see this concert? And she wasn't responding, and the ticket master site has like the clock counting down until you have to give up your tickets out of the cart. And I was like, fuck it. And I just bought it. <laughs> so, thankfully, uh, she was she was down. So that's nice. cool. So that's one of four concerts down for the year. Uh, next up, we'll be going to see Sticks next month. Should have saw Kenny Loggins. Uh, he's not playing anywhere around here. So, you know, tell him to go on tour. He's playing around here. He's playing, he playing with Toto. No, maybe. Who's playing with Toto? Maybe uh, that was Journey. Journey's Journey at Toto. some point. Yeah. Yeah, but Kenny Loggins is playing. It's his last tour. Yeah, he's touring. I just haven't seen any dates up around here, but I would definitely go check him out. They did announce while we were at the con- at the concert that uh, Brian Adams and Joan Jett are coming to Mohegan Sun Arena. So I was kind of like, ooh. But I've already seen Joan Jett, and I don't like Brian Adams enough to deal with the cost and time off of work. So that's that. So yeah, I had a really good time. And uh, here we are recording the podcast. So Let's, you know, let's finish up talking about us. But why don't we just talk a little bit more about us? Marcellus Reagans, please tell the listeners where they can find more So Wizard Podcast. All right. So everybody can head on over to SoWizardPodcast.com where you will find a brand new episode every week. You'll also find an occasional movie review from yours truly. You'll also find some reviews and some recommendations and interviews from the one and only Adam Wallyhawk. You'll also find our merchandise there, t-shirts, sweatshirts, stickers, coffee mugs, all located in our Tee Public store. You'll also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, so definitely get at us. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a five-star review while you're there, if you can. Uh, you can find our podcast wherever podcasts can be found. And that's including the Stitcher Radio app, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Good Pods. We have a YouTube page with new content premiering there regularly. So definitely check that out. We have a Patreon page where you can support the show. And for as little as a dollar a month, you'll receive exclusive content year-round. Shout out to all of our buddies in the Geek World All-Stars Podcast and Network. Back to you, Joey. No, I didn't. First of all, a podcast takes a lot of work, okay? You have to organize the guests, you have to do a Google Calendar, and then you build a following. It takes a long time, and I've been working on it for a while, okay? Awesome. All right, guys. The ninth week in a row going to the movies, Marcellus Reagans. Aubrey has been free of some of this. But me and you, the ninth week in a row going to the movies. That's right. It's Nicolas Cage is Renfield. Well, he's Dracula in Renfield. (laughs) Uh, Latest spin on the Dracula mythos from Universal Pictures. We all had a chance to go, and we're all going to talk about it. We're going to talk non-spoiler, and then we'll drop the drop delineating spoilers to at least know what we thought. The rest of you can stick around after that if you've seen it, or you just don't care, and hear our little more in-depth review. But to get started, Marcellus Reagans, how was your trip to the movies? It, (laughs) well, the movie experience itself was not that bad. You know, uh, parking was a little crazy. The theater itself was uh, not totally full, about three quarters of the way full, but the lobby itself was out of control. It was mobbed, and it was not for Nicolas Cage is Dracula. Uh, that Super Mario movie is still killing it. There was a, a dude in front of us as we were getting our snacks. And he was like a dad, and he's buying snacks for his six kids. Each kid got their own medium-sized popcorn. Each kid got their own frozen drink, their slushy drink. And also, uh, and a few kids also got sodas, too. And a couple of uh, pizzas. 
What job does this guy have? I have no idea. But I looked at, I was standing behind him. I looked at the the total. It was like close to a hundred bucks. And I'm like, these kids are so spoiled. (laughs) My parents would get one large popcorn and just make everyone split it. You know what I mean? What is this? Six separate medium popcorns for every kid. And then the the thing is he, he ordered all of this stuff and the kids just ran away. (laughs) They're out playing video games. Like who's going to carry all of this shit to the theater? (laughs) Like these spoiled little bastards. So, uh, you know, I was psyched for the movie theater because, you know, they live off concessions. That's where they make their money. They made a fucking killing this weekend on concessions. Uh, so thumbs up for them. Um, but other than that, nothing really spectacular happened. Just a regular time at the movies. That's good. It's good to not have something to complain about for once, right? <laughs> That's true, especially on like a uh, opening night, opening Saturday night of a new movie. That's always good. You're very, you're very brave going on an opening Saturday <laughs> night. Aubrey Litchfield, how was your trip to the movies? It was very uneventful. I mean, uh, there was pretty much nobody in that, in our theater. So it just, we existed in there. <laughs> it wasn't that busy. No one vaping? No, surprisingly. Um, I don't don't know if Max will ever let that go. (laughs) (laughs) Just two vapes in a kid's movies. Well, my trip was uh, pretty weird. So I went this morning. So I have this day off of work from going away this weekend, which is a Monday as we record. And I had to, you know, fit in a showing of the movie when I can fit in a showing of the movie. We've talked about this many times in the past, but as you know, Pod before life, so <laughs> you're, to, you are going to make that happen, aren't you? It's like fetch. You're going right. to make it happen. I just want the person that said that shit to know that we know that they said that shit in their <laughs> fucking douche nozzles. Anyway, um, <laughs> so they I hope they know. They like, you know you fucking fucked around. Now you're going to find out. Anyway, um, <laughs> so, Max was like, Joey won't let this go, and I said, No, Joey's petty. He doesn't let anything go. <laughs> I don't let anything go. I, I have people I'm fucking still mad at from fourth grade. So <laughs> I never forgive and I never forget. <laughs> Episode 650. I'm still going to be talking about this. So <laughs> I don't know if Mark and Aubrey will still be here, but I'll be. <laughs> and I'll still be mad anyway. <laughs> um, So I had to go when I could go. Right. And I was going to go Friday and I'm like, uh, because one, it costs more money to go later in the day. And I was kind of worried because like Mark said, it was opening weekend to this movie and I didn't want to deal with it on a Friday night. Like, ugh. does anybody want to deal with that? So I didn't go. So I figured I'll just go Monday. And I did. I went to the first showing today, 1120 a.m. And I'm like, well, it's a Monday, so no one's going to be here. <laughs> yeah. Little did I forget that <laughs> it is school vacation up here in beautiful Massachusetts. Yep. Spring vacation or whatever they call it. So all the kids are off of school this week. And the Mark was right. The movie theater was an absolute war zone. It was insane. Everybody was going to see Mario. So yep. <laughs> first of all, we didn't have to worry about anybody in the theater to see Renfield. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was an absolute war zone in the, the movie theater. They have the arcade games in the corner there were like 100 kids crawling and climbing all over them screaming and yelling the lines to get concessions were out of control and this was at like 11 o'clock in the morning and, and i i didn't i wanted a soda but I was, I was standing in line i was in line for so long that i was so angry when i got to the front because the people were just taking forever and that's like one of my number one pet peeves is people without spatial awareness like if you're the only person in line and you want to take forever at the counter, then fine. You're the only person in line. If you can turn around and see the line goes from the concession stand across the entire building to the bathrooms, you fumbling, bumbling, stumbling around at the counter and taking forever is infuriating (laughs) because you know that there's other people in line. You were the person in line. So you were there already being annoyed that you had to wait in line until all of a sudden you got to the counter. Now no one else fucking matters. Like right. that, that, that drives me insane. The person standing in front of you in line, sighing, hemming and hawing because they don't want to stand in line and it's taking forever. will suddenly get to the counter and then they take forever. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> drives me nuts. So, so angry that I decided to take it out on them by buying myself a blue slushy. <laughs> nice. 
I'm not sure how that got back at them in any way, shape, or form, but I was like, fuck it, I'm getting a, a blue slushy. So that's what I got. And I sat down in the theater. There's, And I missed all of Nuvi because of this. Yes. Well, I know you guys were excited, but I was very upset. They about have that. no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I was upset. I missed all of Nuvi. I sat down. It was the annoying Cinemark commercial that replaced Food Flow, where it's like opera playing and the people are cheering in slow motion. Oh, right, right, right. Me and Colin were fucking rolling last time we went to the movies because we were like, what are these people watching? <laughs> they're, they're watching Avengers Endgame. I was going to say that <laughs> that would probably be the last time I went to the movies where people were absolutely nuts in the movie theater. And even then, no one was like in slow motion, like getting out of their <laughs> seat, like throwing popcorn everywhere and like whooping it up. So, yeah. So that was that was when I walked in. But, yeah, I mean, there's there's surprisingly for how badly this doing is doing at the box office. There it was a decent amount of people in the theater, so it wasn't completely dead, but it wasn't packed either. So no one sat near me. That was good. Nobody bothered. Nobody was loud during the theater, during the movie or anything. It just there was more people than I expected. But other than that, it was pretty uneventful trip to the movies. So uh, it sounds like we at least had a good week going to the movies. Right. Now we got to talk about the movie. So non spoiler, no spoilers. Aubrey Litchfield, what did you think of Renfield? Um. I didn't expect much of this movie, and I got exactly what I expected. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Martellus Reagan. I really like this movie. I can understand why. I can definitely understand how someone could watch it and not like it, because there's definitely a comedic frequency that this movie kind of emits, and if you're on that frequency you'll enjoy it but i can see how people how some people could not jump aboard this train but for me like right from the very beginning i'm like oh this is actually kind of smart and as the movie went on i just laughed louder and more often as we got towards the end so yeah i loved it i thought it was it was enjoyable for what it was all right oh man what did i think of this movie this is weird like last week with mario and now this week we're all over the place Usually we kind of have, I don't want to say a consensus, but you kind of get a vibe where we all kind of will generally be in one direction or the other on something. But I don't know. I don't think we're going to be as divisive as Mario. <laughs> I, 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 I got to tell you, I, I'm, I'm in the middle of you two. Okay. <laughs> in the middle. There were things that I loved. There were things in this movie that I thought were stupid. There were things in this movie that I didn't think worked. But for the most part, I wasn't angry when I finished watching it, and I wasn't bored, and, and I did enjoy myself. So I did like this movie. I just didn't love this movie, but I liked this movie quite a bit. So I'm in the middle. Aubrey did not like it at all, it seems, and Mark seemed to really like it. So once again, I, 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 I don't know what to tell you if you haven't seen it yet. <laughs> I guess go check it out and come back because now we are going to drop the drop. We're going to spoil Renfield. Uh, I've got some spoilers. What's the spoiler? Here's a spoiler. You will die alone. (laughs) All right, guys. It's time to start with things we liked. Aubrey, I'm going to put you on the spot. Give me some things you liked about this movie, because it doesn't sound like there was much. Yeah, um, I liked Aquafina. Um, and... I mean, they, it looked kind of cool, like the 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 way it's shot and everything in the the direction is kind of cool. I like the the color scheme. It's it almost reminds me of the monsters. Um, Rob Zombie's the monsters. Yeah, like just like that, how the colors pop, kind of um, in this. It seems a little bit more different than you know, say like Avengers, where it 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 seems a little bit more duller. Um, hmm. I like the support group. I thought that that was kind of funny. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> just for the record, I gave you multiple chances to beg out of going <laughs> to see this. Just letting you know. Just letting you know. I know. And, and I was like, no, I can't let them down. You're not letting us down. <laughs> if Mark Kellis has to do it, I have to do it. I'll be sitting there like pod before life. Let's go. (laughs) I need everybody to know. (laughs) Right. This no weeks off bullshit continues. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> Mark Ellis Riggins. All right. So the thing about comedy is it's it's pretty much all about timing. Um, that's why I thought it was all about family. <laughs> those are action. Those are car based action movies. Those are all about family. Uh, so I think this movie is actually really funny. I think the comedy. Um, I think the timing of the comedy actually really works. Uh, things that I loved about it. I love Nicolas Cage. I thought he was completely dialed in at 110% Nicolas Cage. Uh, the, the, when he comes back as Dracula and he's all like beat to shit and just all like fucked up. <laughs> but he's still delivering like a good performance. I'm in love. Loved it. I love the the intro, the the opening scene that looked like the old Dracula movies. I thought that was awesome. Guest on the show, Josh Josh Michael, uh, as one of the bad guys. It was always it's always good to see him. Ben Schwartz, who I love, the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog. Whenever he's in any production and he gets to be that kind of goofy, smarmy guy, perfect. I am all for that. He killed me this entire movie. His orange car with the wolf snorting a line of coke <laughs> design on the side of it amazing i thought aquafina was good i thought you know they didn't really give her a lot of her like um her typical goofy comedy stuff you know she had to play it a little bit more straight but i thought she was good i thought she actually did a really good job she she was required to do more than i was expecting and i think she did a good job at that and the gore i'm sorry Maybe it's because I'm just not a horror movie person at all, but this has got to be one of the goriest movies I've ever seen in my entire life. It is over the top blood splatter all over the place. It's and it was amazing and it funny too. It was just really funny. Him like uh, Renfield like ripping off the guy's arms and then beating him with it. Uh, him like jumping from the second floor down to the first floor and like breaking a guy's face and then like slow motion waving to Aquafina as he, as he's falling like that shit cracked me up. I thought it was really funny. So as a horror comedy, it has blood and it's funny. It did what it was supposed to do. So I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. So I'm going to echo uh, a lot of what you said, Mark. So I think when this movie hits, it hits and it's funny at times where I was surprised at how funny it was. There's a probably about 10 minutes at the beginning of the movie riff on ska music. <laughs> I was thinking about you when I, when I came up. That hit me. <laughs> that hit me hard. But it was also hilarious. And <laughs> that was really funny. And I loved when uh, – <laughs> so forget the, the other uh, Aquafina's partners. Like, ska's not dead. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> Kyle. He's like – she's like – this guy just came in and told a, a room full of cops to fuck off. And Kyle's like, you tell me to F off all the time. She's like, fuck you, Kyle. <laughs> yes. Later on, the, the police chief tells him to fuck off. Also, <laughs> I also loved the um, the gang members that robbed the cocaine at the beginning, who one of them was that girl's boyfriend who loved ska, were dressed like 90s ska kids. <laughs> 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 like a ska, a ska New York City shirt on and the fucking battle vest. Oh, my God. I was dying, dude. I was fucking dying. That was really funny. So when this movie hits, it, it hits like right on the target. Like the gore, like you said, Mark, was awesome and hilarious. It reminded me a lot of like Psycho Goreman or um, Evil Dead Army of Darkness where the, or even Ash versus Evil Dead where the gore is over the top and ridiculous and fits right in with the horror comedy vibe. Mm-hmm. He pulled those guys' arms off. <laughs> he jumped on that guy that was on the balcony and like split him in half. And it's just like, <laughs> like everywhere. <laughs> that was great. That stuff was fucking great. Um, I loved. How do you say his last name? Nicholas Holt. Holt. Yeah, Holt. Yeah, he was. Holt. He was yeah. Holt. Yeah, he was good as Renfield. I thought a lot of the action sequences were well blocked and well paced. I'm. Not, I'll get into something else about that a little later, yeah. but. I thought they were they were really blocked well and they looked cool. Obviously, come on, we all love Aquafina, huge Aquafina stan. She's great in everything. Sorry guys, I just love her. <laughs> so she was great and and Nicholas Cage, Nicholas Cage, you're right, Mark, 100 percent on point. Dude was eating the scenery. He was perfect in this. He was perfectly cast. I thought he was hilarious. 
and he, especially you're right when he was earlier in the movie like injured like all burned up and stuff but still yeah. acting that right. was fucking funny as hell dude that was cool i loved uh the action scene in the bar where he cuts that guy's arms off with a dinner plate like mm-hmm. It was just it had some really cool stuff in it. So um, for the most part, you know, it's the script when the script hits with the with the humor and the horror comedy and gore all together. When it, that, that hits, it's just like this is a five out of five movie when, when it's when it's working. It's five out of five. And you're just like, Jesus Christ, this is fucking great. Um, the gore, the gore effects, uh, the acting, the casting. There's a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff to like in this movie. But. What about things you didn't like? Aubrey, you are the one who thinks this movie stunk the most out of all of us. So the floor is yours. What did you not like? Yeah, I mean, um, it's pretty well known how much I I love the comedy genre and and the horror genre. So this movie is like the perfect storm of everything I hate. And um, I think the only Nicolas Cage movie that I've seen lately that I liked was the one where he was making fun of himself, like the last one that we saw. So to watch him in another movie was it? It's it's pretty painful. It's not my not my favorite. Nicholas Holt doesn't play too much that I enjoy. Um, just his his regular characters seem like they're supposed to be awkward and he he plays that okay but it i don't really like it and the whole premise of the movie is just stupid (laughs) it's just the whole idea the whole story the everything is just stupid i don't care about vampires i don't care about dracula i don't care about nicholas cage's dracula i don't care about who nicholas cage has do his bidding i did the whole idea of this movie is stupid and when i saw the trailer i was like god damn it i'm gonna have to see this shit ass movie (laughs) (laughs) it really lived up to it i i I was kicking and screaming the whole way to go see this but i did it and i'm not happy i did it i'm not like i mean I, i should be angry that i spent money on it but i think i'm desensitized (laughs) <laughs> 454 weeks of this you're desensitized to wasting money on movies <laughs> i know and it's just like this is the epitome of everything i don't like if tom cruise was in it put a cherry on top this movie would be the perfect storm of everything i hate Jeez. well to be fair we gave you a lot of options to not have to go see seriously Aubrey, <laughs> the, the next time joey is like aubrey you don't have to watch this movie i really want you to think about that and maybe not go watch the movie <laughs> <laughs> to, but I, I just want to say to myself it, that had nothing to do with the content of the movie i was perfectly fine making aubrey go see something i was pretty sure she wasn't gonna like uh <laughs> It's just with our schedule and everything. I was like, you know, you don't really have to if you don't want to. You know, it's not, this wasn't like a thing where I'm halfway through watching the movie in the theater and I walk outside and message you guys, Aubrey, do not go see this movie. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be too scary or disturbing for you. It wasn't that kind of thing. Yeah, it was. Uh, it exists. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Marcellus Reagans. How about you? Uh, all right. So a few things I. I... I'm not going to say I didn't like, I just wasn't a big fan of, you know, I did enjoy the action scenes. I thought they had a little bit of a, of a unique style to them. Um, But there were, I think the editing, as much as I said, comedy is all about timing. I think the editing for the action scenes was not good at all. I think it jumped way too fast and it could be because, you know, it's coming out in a year that John Wick kind of like, you know, sets the bar for like, gunfight action scenes uh but watching these i'm like i don't know it's 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 not bad it's just i I did not like the way it was cut together and then there's like there's a scene where aquafina is like shooting these i guess armored cops right guys in in tactical gear and she's just wearing normal clothes with a normal handgun they have like big guns and covered in armor and she's just picking them off like, it's no problem at all. And they're not hitting her at all. And not that I'm expecting, like, realism in a Nicolas Cage as Dracula movie, but there's certain cartoony elements that it, I think that was one step too far for me. One part that I loved was when 
Dracula made his way into the the group meeting and wound up killing everyone. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this movie went there. And I was so impressed by that. And then you get to the end and spoilers, they all get resurrected. Even though there's a, a funny joke about it, but the fact that they brought them all back, I was like, that that kind of kind of weakens it a little bit. I, I think it had a little bit more oomph if all of these innocent Dracula wants innocent people and he gets innocent people. Um, and I think that would be, I thought that would have been fun. Um, but other than that, I didn't have any other big issues at all. I was completely aboard this train. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to have a few complaints and, and I think that the things that work in this movie work so well that it makes the things that don't work ultra frustrating. Cause this when it's clicking to me, it's like a four out of five, four and a half out of five movie. Like it's uh, the complete opposite of Aubrey. It's everything I love. It's goofy. It's funny as hell. It's got stupid gore, dumb shit happening. Like, like I love horror comedy. It's one of my favorite genres. And this, when it's clicking is, is just right up there. It's like, wow, I, I can't believe how awesome this is. But then the rest of the movie kicks in. Uh, and I'm going to agree with you hundred percent, Mark. The action is shot awful. <laughs> <laughs> it is awful. And what's even more frustrating is when you're watching it in the close ups and quick cuts and the spastic uh, shaky cam of yeah. the action scenes, you can see that there's actual like choreography there. There's a fight scene going on. There's an action sequence happening. But for some reason, and I don't know if it's the limitations of Nicholas Holt. I don't know if it's a budgetary limitation. I don't know what it is. But they have the camera just so tight and so shaky that you can't really appreciate what's happening. And it's frustrating because there's appears to be cool things happening. And they will show you when some cool things happen, like when you rip that guy's arms off and threw him at the guys on the next balcony. That was awesome. But why couldn't have all the action been like that and not just random like seconds every here and there? Because it, it dials the movie down. And I hate to keep coming back to it. And you mentioned it too, Mark. I hate to keep coming back to it. But John Wick 4 really ruined action movies this year. <laughs> like These people that made John Wick 4 showed you what to do. <laughs> they showed you what audiences want and how to make the action sequence look good. And that is to pull back and let us see the fight choreography. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand. This had a very Jason Bourne vibe to a lot of the action, and it was really frustrating. Um, and I will agree with you that that scene where they're fighting in the apartment building, it had a weird tone because it was the police are corrupt and the gang is coming to attack them. So if it was just the gang coming into the building and they're killing everybody and <laughs> getting off headshots nonstop. Okay. Well, they're evil gang members, right. but like it was also the cops. Yeah. And Agafina was a cop. And I guess some of the police are corrupt, but the entire force is corrupt to the point where she's okay with just peeling off headshots on her coworkers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that, that was a little weird uh, on top of the fact that we're never shown. So our introduction to her is that she's a traffic cop, right? Right. And we never get a vibe from her at all through the whole movie that she has some level of, action heroine competence at all they never show it the whole movie until that one fight scene where she's rolling around on the floor clipping people in the head shooting people down the hallway like she's like fucking terminator in that sequence like where did that come from and where does it go <laughs> it, it, it just popped out for that one sequence because they had cool stuff they wanted to do it was really jarring to me and weird and and i gotta tell you i love aquafina so much but Man, was she wasted in this movie. <laughs> like, I want her to be funny, not like the straight person. And it a lot when that was happening, it didn't work at all. And you could even see her fighting against herself <laughs> in the movie. So like there's a scene where her sister comes out in the hallway and then her and them yell at each other about their dad dying or something. Right. And it's like and it's not it's not a dramatic movie. Please don't get twisted. But it's more of a serious moment because it's supposed to be establishing that her dad died. Her sister works here. They're both still dealing with it. But then as she's walking away, she like hunches and looks back and hunches and looks back, which is more of a comedy thing. Right. So was was this a serious scene? Was it not a serious scene? Can you not be a serious actress for five minutes in the movie or can you like 
it just it never seemed to work. And, and that whole storyline about her and the police was so superfluous. <laughs> like it had no point there. It was such a detour from what we wanted to see, which was Nicolas Cage as Dracula, Renfield and goofy horror comedy action. Like none of that stuff with the police was really even necessary. <laughs> well, it had to build up because you kind of have to give Dracula his story. His story is he wants to take over the world and he's going to use this gang to help him do that. So the gang is the arc of the Dracula story. The police and Aquafina trying to bring down a gang is the arc of her story. So it was just a way of meeting everything up. Is there there was no other way to do it though than to completely detour into a episode of NCIS? <laughs> <laughs> like really? Like I, I'll admit that is it was definitely a lazy way to to build these characters. But you know the movie's got to clock in like an hour and a half, and there's there's no time for that. That well, uh, yeah, and I, I will say, and I've heard to say this in things I did like is I, I also agree with you. I loved the uh, old Dracula movie Montauf yes. in the beginning. That was great, <laughs> and I love the fact that this was only ninety minutes long. Exactly, <laughs> like, uh, two and a half hours of this. I don't think I could have handled, but uh, you know, it, it, but w- when we come back to that police storyline with her, what it made me feel like was that there's an awesome hour and five minute movie in here. <laughs> Yeah. And they had to pat it out somehow and it just didn't really work. So uh, I, I could have done a lot less of uh, them hanging out on the pier <laughs> or like just random shit. Like, I don't know, man. I, I just it felt like so close to being good. And then it just kind of fell flat in certain places that really brought it down to me. And that was one of the places was just that weird superfluous storyline. Aubrey, did you care at all about the police station storyline? No. No, I thought it was stupid. So, yeah, I mean, that was really it, though, for things I didn't like was, you know, the poorly shot action scenes and and this that superfluous storyline. It's just I guess it's not fair to Aquafina for us to be like, I only want you to do the same thing that you do in every movie all the time. (laughs) But at the same time, it was just like we're in this awesome comedy movie and you're supposed to be the straight man. (laughs) That's not really what I want to see from you. <laughs> so it was a little frustrating, but that, that's really it. That's really it for things I didn't like. But Aubrey, is this the worst Nicolas Cage movie we've made you watch? No. What was that ghost town movie? Stupid ass ghost movie. <laughs> Prisoners of the ghost that's, land. Yes. That's the worst uh, Nicolas Cage movie I've watched. thus far. Mark Ellis. Is this the worst Nicolas Cage movie? No, of course not. This is one of the best ones we've watched. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Better than Willy's Wonderland? <laughs> yes. Even better than Willy's Wonderland, where he said absolutely no words at all in the whole movie. <sighs> yeah, I'm going to agree with you. This is way better than those. I actually like this even better than uh, Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, which I know Aubrey loved. And I know Mick uh, Manhattan, who was our guest that week, uh, loved as well. I really do. I don't know why you guys don't like it as much as I, I do. I, I just wasn't feeling it. But would you? So well, good. I already know Aubrey's answer. You would not. You don't want to see a sequel, Aubrey, right? No, but I I read online that they already have two Dracula movies still like in the works, so they don't care that this is bombing. Well, we got a trailer for the finally for the last voyage of the Demeter, um, which I can't believe is actually happening. I'm really excited about that. It's on the schedule. Aubrey, you don't have to go see it. Uh, <laughs> Mark Ellis, do you want to see a Renfield sequel? Yes, I do. As much as, you know, this movie may not be like the four quadrant hit that uh super mario brothers is but i think the uh i think the attempt to make something really funny and gory worked so yeah i would definitely watch another one yeah i'm kind of on the same page if you brought back just about everybody that worked on this with the exception of like the fight person whoever directed the fights (laughs) (laughs) maybe uh gave the script a couple more passes uh yeah i'd be down with more of this unfortunately the way the box office is going i don't think that's going to happen but you know, maybe a cult classic will get a, a reboot on HBO Max 10 years from now. So, All right, guys. The only thing left to do is to give this a score. Zero to five. Five being the best. Zero being the worst. What do you got for Renfield, Aubrey Litchfield? I'm going to give it a one. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I did not like it. Wow. All right. Mark Ellis this was tough because, you know, the more that we've been talking about the story, I realized that the storyline is very 
Like there's elements there, but it doesn't quite, it's not quite fulfilling for this type of story, but everything else is amazing. Uh, Nicholas Cage, the blood, like all of that stuff works fantastically. So I'm going to give this, I'm going to give it a three and a half. I wanted to give it a four, but you know, I can't give Mario shit for not having a good story. <laughs> and then this one, not, also not have a good story, but still get like a higher grade. So uh, I'm going to give this one a three and a half. All right. Well, you know, man. I, like I keep saying over and over again as we review this, I think when this is on, good lord, is it on? Um, I want the, the beginning of the movie up through that first uh, murder scene with her ska boyfriend. <laughs> I was like, this is a fucking, this is a fucking five out of five movie. Like this is going to be amazing. This is a, a we're watching a cult classic unfurling in front of us. This is going to be uh, an outstanding. Then it kind of runs into a brick wall, just kind of falls off a cliff for a while. Uh, it gets it back in a lot of different sequences, and there's a lot of cool stuff here, a lot of cool gore, uh, some laughs. I had a lot of fun with uh, a lot of it, but it just, man, it just never gets over that hump to being something special as opposed to being like, wow, that was a cool movie I saw. So it went from being something I'm thinking about buying like a $70 collector's edition <laughs> Blu-ray to like, I'll wait till it's under $10 on Amazon. So I, I gave Mario three and a half, even though I had a horrible story, but based strictly on nostalgia. Uh, I'm going to give this a three out of five. Uh, I think it's better story than Mario, yes. but it's just not wasn't uh, it just wasn't as good to me uh, a time at the movies, unfortunately. So. Just the negatives kind of come up and just smush it back from where it should have been. And it's a three out of five for me. But maybe we got it right. Maybe we got it wrong. Hit us up on social media and let us know what you think. And now we are going to wrap it up before we tap it up and get some recommendations for the listeners out there. Aubrey Litchfield, what do you got? Noah's Barber. This is what? really interesting. Noah's Barber does a podcast on um, on barbering on YouTube. No, it they just talk about random stuff. Um, and he was really excited to tell me about it. They only have four episodes. They're on YouTube, and it's called it's called Black Baby Daddy TV. Jesus <laughs> so, Christ! I told him on watch it. He's a really cool guy. So if Anybody out there is interested in listening to Noah's Barber talk? Well, it, it's not his barber. It's a barber that works there. Noah's very particular. He will only see the owner of the shop. But <laughs> this guy's there every time. <laughs> and everybody that and everybody knows Noah that works there. So he he's always super excited to see him. So, of course, I'm sitting there while Noah's getting his hair cut. And he's telling me he does this podcast. So I told him I listened to it. Anybody is interested in it. He's a really nice guy. It's Black Baby Daddy TV on YouTube. They talk oh. about co-parenting and stuff. So. Okay. Okay. Uh, Markellis Reagans, how about you? Uh, first, that's an amazing title for a uh, podcast. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I also do another podcast. Jesus Christ. We just, let's just Pod promote, before know, life. Let's just promote other shows on this show. Uh, so, I also do a K-pop podcast. Uh, and one of the upcoming episode, we are going to be talking about uh, artist named Rain, R A I N, huge K-pop star, like probably the nicknamed the king of K-pop. Uh, but you may know him from his American acting movies. Uh, he was in Speed Racer, which is one of my favorite movies, uh, and he's also the star of Ninja Assassin, uh, which, believe it or not, I had never seen until this week. I saw that in the movie theater. What do you mean you didn't see it? I'd never seen it. And all of my and when it came to the theaters, all of the years of me working at Blockbuster, I never watched this movie. Which is kind of ironic because it is also one of the goriest movies I've ever seen in my life. Uh, so uh, it's all CGI blood though. It's I, not I yes, I know, but it's it's a lot of it. There's a lot of CGI blood. So yeah, that's my recommendation. It's not streaming anywhere, so you have to pay for it. So I would give it some time because obviously it's going to be streaming somewhere. But if you want to see a bloody ninja movie starring one of the biggest K-pop stars in the universe, uh, I recommend Ninja Assassin. All right. Well, I will recommend that you go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. 
There's links to all our Patreon and YouTube content as well at SoWizardPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, or just about anywhere under the sun you find podcasts. We'll be there. Check out the aforementioned YouTube channel where there's hours of free exclusive content. Uh, Adam's been dropping some trailer reactions and unboxings and more on there, so check it out. Don't forget the Patreon, patreon.com backslash podcast, where you can monetarily support the show and get extra exclusive content this month. You'll hear all of us on there in our $3 tier talking about uh, all the trailers and news that's dropped in the last month. Uh, myself and Adam will be on our video Star Wars Talk podcast, preferably with a special guest that we'll, we'll talk about, that we will be talking about all the Star Wars celebration news that dropped this week. So uh, definitely something to look forward to. Recommendations. Holy crap. What am I going to recommend so what I'm going to recommend is a movie that dropped uh, in limited theaters this past Friday and uh, is coming to streaming in VOD. I'd have to like dig into my emails and see what the dates are, but just keep an eye out for it. It is called it's called One of These Days, and it is a movie about people participating in an endurance contest. It's based on a true story. Aren't they all, quote unquote, based on a true story where these people at a car dealership had to put their hand on the truck? And if you took your hand off the truck, you had to you leave. The last person standing won the truck. And it's a whole story about all these people uh, trying to win this truck and how long can they keep their hand on the truck. And that sounds really boring, but it's actually pretty interesting. <laughs> so check it out in limited release on theaters and soon on VOD and streaming. It's called One of These Days. And check out Evil Dead Rise because that, my friends, is what we will be reviewing next week. Mark Ellis, the 10th week in a row at the movie theaters, and then we got a week off. Oh, God, we are almost there. We're so close. <laughs> Mommies with the maggots now will have our special guest. Aubrey, you are not allowed to go see this movie, so we'll have a special guest coming to oh, uh, thank God. hang out with us. Uh, that'll be Gerald from the Two Peas on a Pod podcast. I just talked to him today. He's super excited, though he did make fun of us, Mark, for still using Skype. I, everyone does. It's part of the game. He's <laughs> like, you're joking, right? I'm like, no. It's just like, I'll have to re-download it. It can't be that hard to find. Oh, my God. <laughs> I said, you got a week to remember your login. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we'll be doing next week with Gerald. We'll be uh, – Evil Dead Rise, so check it out and come on back. But that is going to do it for episode number 454 of the So Is a Podcast. I have been your host, Joey DiCarlo, and my co-host, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. So long, suckers. Suckers like Dracula sucking people's blood. And the expert, Mr. Marquis, Marcellus Reagan. Everybody have yourself a great week and Wakanda forever. See you guys next week for Evil Dead Rise. Good journey. <laughs> <laughs>